You're listening to After the Jack, a McPherson Media Group production. Hello and welcome back to another edition of After the Jack. I'm your host, Tyler Ma, and to my right today, I have Ash Williams and Ash. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, hello, listeners, and uh, good to be back for another week. And uh, to his right, Brian Nisbet. Brian, uh, welcome back to the studio. Good morning, good afternoon, Tyler. Depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Good afternoon, Ash. Thanks, Brian. And Brian, I'll let you introduce our uh, guest who's been kind enough to come in this afternoon to the studio. Yeah, our special guest today is a recently elected life member of the Golden Valley Bowls Division, a worthy recipient of this uh, award, and that is Maury Rollins. Welcome to the program, Maury. Thanks very much, Brian, uh, Taylor, uh, Tyler rather, and uh, Ash. Yeah, yeah, uh, interesting experience for me. So uh, happy to see what goes on today. <laughs> Haven't done anything like this before, Murray. No, 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 a bit new to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, to kick the show off, we'll do a uh, a quick um, review of round nine Saturday pennant, and then we'll do round ten midweek pennant, which is just concluded this afternoon. There's a few scores missing, but by the time we get on, they might even be um, on the uh, website. Yes, we are recording on a Tuesday afternoon this week, unlike our usual Wednesday evening, so we don't have a lot of teams either, but uh, we'll, we'll push on. Yep. Okay. Round nine, Saturday pennant, in Division six, the top three sides all won. In the closest match, Seymour VRI defeated Avonal by four shots. Other winners went to Gamby and Tatura Hilltop. Division 5, top three sides again won in this division. Tad Hilltop, Red, Maritna Golf and Tally. Stanhope, fourth, had to buy. The closest match was Tally, who had a three-shot victory over Tatura Hilltop Blue, who were well down the ladder. Division 4, the top six sides, Kai, Avonal, Yaroa, Stanhope, Tatura Hilltop and Seymour, all won to assert their supremacy over the other teams. There were no close games. The average winning margin... Bit of a worry in this division being 37 shots. So you could say they were avalanche uh, victories in most games. Now, that, that co- competition's got more than the usual eight teams, doesn't yeah, it? 12 sides. Are they still got a top four or is it a top six? No, top four. Top four, okay, yeah. yep. Yeah, we haven't, um, we haven't gone to that level yet. <laughs> something to consider, I suppose. But obviously there's a closeness between the top six, so the, yeah, run, the, run, the, run, the run home will be very interesting. Yeah, the top six sides will be a good battle. Division three, three of the top four sides won. Marupna Golf, Shep Golf and Tad Hilltop. Uh, Tat, Tally fifth defeated second place Seymour at home by 12 shots. This is a 110-shot turnaround. Yeah. From the last time they met at Seymour, when Seymour won by 98 shots. Yeah, big turnaround, and Tally needed that to, to sort of push their claim for the top four. I think you might have actually tipped Tally at home, didn't you? They're usually pretty good on their home track, and obviously yeah, so approved yeah, on I the did. grass. Yeah, that's one winner I've got. Thanks very much. <laughs> Division two, only two of the top four. Shep Golf and Kyabram won. Marupna lost to Rushy away. And Hilltop lost away to Shep Park, which I also tipped. 
on the carpet. Yeah, Marupna, hopefully they don't come to rue that one, that lo- that loss to Rushy away. Obviously, Rushy's much better at home, but um, they have been struggling throughout this year, and Marupna's form's obviously been good enough to be in the top four, so hopefully. And Shep Park keeping their faint finals hopes alive with a good win at home against Tad Hilltop, which I think that was about a 60-odd shot turnaround. They, they beat us by 40 shots in round two over there, so a um, couple of big results there. Yeah, it was a good turnaround. I don't know. You didn't win a rink over there, did you, last time, or did you get one? One. Yours one. truly beat Andrew Oh, Cross. yeah, sorry, Ash. Yeah, how could I forget that? Marupna's yeah. held on to fourth, though, uh, in the um, on the ladder, but four points now is what separates them and East in fifth. Yep. Yeah, so Marupna's number tight. one ticket holder, Tyler Mart. I tip Marupna, get, too. Get, it's a, getting it's nervous. first time the Cats have let me down in a while. <laughs> right, in Division 1, the top four change for the second week in succession. With Tally inflicting Park's first loss on their carpet this season, another tipping loss there. And Stanhope stayed in the finals race with a 32-shot demolition of Kai, who continued their slide down the ladder. They've lost four in a row now. Mm. Shep Golf ensured East stay in the four was short-lived. 13 shots the margin. Jeff Beatty, the only standout for East, he kept them in the game with his big victory over Johnny Gribble. Tad Hilltop replaced East in the four with a 56-shot massacre of Ural, despite Lasseur losing to Kenny Sutcliffe, who's found a bit of form. Yeah, so um, obviously disappointing from a park perspective to lose to Tally. We had our noses in front at, at Smoko, but um, yeah, uh, Mitch Sidebottom was the, the catalyst there against Josh Warren. He only, he only conceded five ends for the day against Josh Warren in a 17-shot result, and um, Brett Gunning, too, was a bit too classy for for Dennis Smythe. I think he won by about 10 or 11 shots, so um, there, there's 28 shots there that we just couldn't quite cover. Matt Robertson did a really good job. He was he was down about 19-4 against Paul Warren, dropped a six early, um, and did well to only lose by six or seven shots. And Paul Nichols had a really good ten shot win against Mark Ryan. Um, you know, he, he he was probably due PK. He got close the week before against Rob George over at Kybram. Um, so yeah, his rink had a really good win against Mark Ryan. But Tally just a little bit too good. I'd say they'd probably finish second now, Brian, you'd think. Yeah, I'd think so, yeah. Stanhope couldn't uh do it again this season, could they? Uh the the old run uh through to the finals. Uh, it was a big win for him on the weekend. Yeah, well, they they sort of they've just been hanging around, you know. They they haven't sort of um, set the world on fire, but this is about the time last year where they peeled off a few wins in a row, snuck into the finals by one shot, and then uh, rode that all the way to the preliminary final. So, bowls is a funny game, and uh, Murray, you'd know obviously years of of, of playing bowls. Um, you can have a big loss one week and come back and be totally different and flip it the other way, and um, you're never really out of the hunt unless you sort of lose. You know, five or six games in a row, every week's different. Every week can be different, and we've seen some massive turn turnarounds over the years. A lot depends, too, on perhaps the team structure. If uh, if they're unfortunate to have someone missing from their team, mm. that can uh, upset the whole structure quite a bit. But, yeah, Stanhope did it well last year. I dare say, I'm not sure of their run home, but... Uh, 
uh, who they have to meet, but they'll have to meet some top sides, surely. Yeah, I think they'll probably have to sort of repeat the dose of last year and cause a couple of upsets along the way to, to sneak in, given that, um, you know, uh, t- they've got a bit of ground to make up on the likes of Tat Hilltop and, and Shep Park in third. Um, I think Park has to go over to Stanhope, so that'll probably be a big one in the context of their season, and um, I think they might have to play Shep Golf and tally as well. Their so. next four are, are the top four sides. Check so, off uh, this week. If they're going to do it, they'll uh, they'll do it well. Yeah, yep. But um, anyway, it'll be interesting to see. So that was uh, weekend pennant. We'll look at Tuesday pennant for this week, getting closer and closer to finals. So we'll start with Division 5. Uh, like we said, uh, recording on a Tuesday, so not all the results are through at this stage. Rushworth and Avenal, uh, we don't have a result t- at this point from that game at Rushworth. Uh, Katandra West, 59, defeated Euroa, 37. Dookie uh, in a tight one against Marupna Gulf, 51-47. Colburn Nabin defeated Seymour, 46-33. And Kybram had the bye. The winners in Division 4 were Shepparton Park Plum, 30 shots over East Shepparton Green. Merrigam over... Uh, sorry, Nagambi over Merrigam by uh, six shots. And Shepparton Park Rose, 64, defeated Murchison, 59. They're the results we have at this stage. Pretty tight between Nagambi and Merrigan. Nagambi's been demolishing everyone in Division 4, haven't they, Brian? Yeah, well, they've got a pretty good team. Uh, one particular reek with uh, Robert Page playing third to Angel Mannequin. Yep. And they're very good Division 1 bowlers. So yeah, makes, yep. Their rink uh, is under... Undefeated, they've had a draw. I yep. don't know about today's yep. break-up, but, yeah, they, they went, that was a pretty close. Merrigan pushed them all away, by the look of it. Yeah, and uh, it was obviously at Merrigan, so they, they'd yeah. uh, lift a little bit at home. Um, Division 3 midweek, no result at this stage in the derby between Marupna and Marupna Golf. Uh, Stanhope, too good for Shepparton Golf, 87-63. They've been going really well in Division 3. And Shepparton Park uh, on top of the ladder, unbeaten, I believe. Way too good yes. for Kybram, 93 to 52, and no result from Euroa E. Shepparton. So Shep Park and Stanhope look the two sides in midweek Division 3, Brian. They certainly do. Uh, Division 2, Tatura Hilltop Red, 75 defeated Seymour, 57. Good win at Seymour from Tat Hilltop Red. Uh, East Shepparton and Kybram, no result from that game. Do you know East, who won that, East Murray? No, I haven't heard any results. East, uh, East so All Rinks. East boys. All Rinks, yeah. 82 to 59. So continuing their dominant season in Division 2. Shepparton goal far too good for Euroa, 96-50. And Avenal at home beat Tatura Hilltop Blue, 78 to 49. Looking at Division 1, Tatura Hilltop keeping their finals hopes alive. They would have hoped that maybe this result might have jumped them back into the top four, but I think they're still fifth on the ladder despite beating uh, Shepherd and Golf 78-59. Looking at their rinks, very, very strong. I think they had um, David Cartwright, Russell Locke and Josh Cartwright in one rink. Um, Jock Hicks skipped as well yep. um, in one of the other ones. With with Johnny Atwood as his third, I believe. So um, they're, they're certainly making their push to try and get back into that top four. And certainly um, in the next coming weeks, they'll be hoping to beat some of those sides above them. Shep Golf's an example of today to try and jump into the top four. Uh, Shepparton Park 10 
Good win, um, consolidating their spot in the top four, 82-64 against Seymour. I was at this game earlier this morning, um, and Seymour were on top a little bit earlier. They was played undercover. Um, Paul Warren had a really good win against Ian Eichfuss. He was about 10-0 down early on and was still down at Smoko, but pulled it back in the second half, um, and they were able to win all three rinks there, which is really crucial because looking at the ladder, um, I think Shep Park's gone up to third. From third to fifth, there's less than 10 points in it, I believe. So, yeah, there's only five points um, between Golf and Hilltop. Yep. Or Tat Hilltop, sorry, in um, fourth and fifth. Yep. And then Park is only an extra four points ahead in third. So it's le- less than a game, and those games against each other, Brian, are going to be really crucial in the run home. Oh, certainly. Um, Kybram against Rushworth, they just snuck over the line 69-64, so continuing their strong form, really important to win those sort of danger games and just do what you have to to get over the line. Completing the round, Shepparton Park Gold continuing their recent good form, too good for Marupna Golf. This game was also played under the cover, 73-56. Jan Doherty got a couple of points beating Calvin Rogash, who's been in really good form in Saturday, pennant for Shep Park's Div 2. And they've, they've jumped them on the ladder now, gold. Um, they've gone above golf, so... So they're sixth now? Yeah, so from, from the Christmas break, they were in the relegation discussion, and uh, now, uh, you know, with a good run, they could be in the finals conversation. So it does turn pretty quickly. Just one other thing I wanted to touch on in um, the Tatura Hilltop Shepherd and Golf game. Uh, one of the rinks was drawn... And it was, looked like a fairly ding-dong duel. But uh, Olivia Cartwright led um, for Gary Russell, Lee Farrell and Catherine Farrell mm. against John Dagger. Now, uh, Olivia Cartwright's a very good draw bowler and John Dagger's uh, probably the best lead in the comp. Uh, so she would have learnt plenty and um, you know, no one got the got the chocolates in the end, 21 all. <laughs> yeah, obviously would have gone gone toe-to-toe, both uh, returning from state champions week as, as state champions. So uh, great to see him back in the, in the pennant frame and, uh, and you know, obviously having a really good, good tough battle today. Yeah, of course, uh, Olivia won the um, under-18 singles, uh, which we hadn't touched on last week, uh, so it was a great effort from her. Yeah, congratulations. Just another uh, accolade to add to her already growing resume at such a, such a young age. Um, I mean, I've been playing bowls about a bit less than 10 years. Murray and Brian combined, you know, we, we haven't got anywhere near those achievements, do we, on, on the greens? Brian? I uh, probably started about 30 years too late. What about <laughs> you, Rory? Yeah, I think I should have started earlier when you think about it. But uh, at my uh, uh, age now, I'm just more than happy to be enjoying a game of bowls in the lower division. Yeah. So uh, I look yeah. at it from a slightly different field. <laughs> Brian. Yes. Um, our special guest today, Murray Rollins. Um, Murray, you must have been thrilled to receive... The Life Membership Award. You and uh, Joy O'Donnell unfortunately couldn't make it today, but we're hoping to catch Joy before the end of the season. Uh, it would have been a big thrill. Yeah, it was, Brian. Um, uh, I had uh, sometimes you get a little bit of an inkling of what might be going on with different people and players and and uh, people that devote a lot of time and that sort of thing. But I, I had no idea uh, going to the meeting and. Uh, when it was announced, uh, yeah, I was a bit uh, genuinely surprised because the competition or the Golden Valley Bowls division, um, in reality, is this is its eleventh year. So uh, often uh, uh, awards such as that are given when people have 
um, you know, spent long periods of time there. Well, I must admit I'd spent all of those 11 years involved in the Golden Valley Bowls Division. Mm. But, um, and prior to that, some time with the, uh, the old GVBA. So I probably had a few runs on the board there. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, was really... Um, and particularly perhaps this with next year coming along, there may be some changes. Well, there'll be some changes in administration, but just how that's going to affect the Golden Valley... Uh, and the uh, the Murray, the remaining um, division, um, I suppose we don't know that yet. But anyway, it's nice to have had that reward. And uh, and no, I know Joy's not here today, but uh, I was certainly very uh, pleasing to have uh, Joy uh, nominated and receive such an award since she came into bowls um, in an administrative way uh, ten years ago when the Golden Valley Bowls division was struck. Um, Joy was secretary for the very first year as I was president and we didn't really know each other <laughs> yeah. uh, that well at all and uh, from day one we got on extremely well and we saw uh, quite a few innovative things happen. Uh, we ran into a few brick walls and that sort of thing as well but uh, Joy has uh, devoted a lot of time and uh, particularly in the last couple of years where she took on the regional um, challenge as well, uh, yep. secretary there. So, yeah, well done to Joy. Murray, the central will be disbanded. Is that that's the um, bottom line? That's the wishes of Bowles Victoria. Um, they want to um, group teams together that will hopefully, perhaps, eliminate some of the administration work. Mm. Um, and Central has, over the last few years, um, has only just had the bare minimum number of of, of clubs within their division, that being uh, eight uh, clubs representing them. And some of them are just very small clubs too. And um, it, it was always getting difficult uh, for them to maintain, you know, a good standard of players and... and um, uh, I'm sure they're enjoying their bowls, but you know, there wasn't a lot of uh, uh, new blood coming into uh, into some of those clubs. And Bowls Victoria and their wisdom, they wanted to see it uniform throughout uh, the state of Victoria that there be 16 regions um, and each region would control all the clubs in that region. Yep. Whereas in the past, uh, we and some others uh, that were... Uh, nominated as a region, Central Gold Murray region, we had individual um, divisions. Yep. And um, I personally think we uh, we managed that quite well. Yep. But um, the, uh, the powers of the, the Bowles Victoria board and uh, their committees, they've been pushing for this for quite some time. And they've had, uh, they had a five-year review and it was mentioned then and nothing happened. And this is part of what they're calling a 10-year review. And uh, they were keen to see all regions come into, uh, into line in that respect. So do you think um, from next year uh, with, with some of those central clubs and then the Murray clubs as well as the GV, um, competitions might be more formed sort of geographically as opposed to...? Well, that, that does present some problems. Yeah. And... Uh, so far as uh, we'll look at it from the Murray point of view, uh, they, um, they've they got all of their clubs 
that they've had for a number of years uh, are all keen to go, although they did lose Finley RS. Yes, uh, yes. Started this year. Um, but they've got some small clubs up there that are, you know, finding the, they're going hard and some of them are uh, getting new players in, but yep. they're, they're not seeing the world on fire and they've had their regular clubs that have been the bigger ones and up the top of the ladder in each division. Which is natural in most competitions, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. true, true. Uh, the, and the Goulburn Valley, uh, well, it's actually, interestingly, coming up to uh, its 100th year this, this year. So yep. uh, it's been in existence for a long, long time. Yeah. And uh, the, the fact that um, early in the piece of the Goulburn Valley and Bowles Division... When Seymour asked to be included um, in some form into the Golden Valley, they were eventually given the OK by Bells Victoria to bring uh, a couple of teams into mm. the Golden Valley uh, as long as they uh, kept teams in, in the, the central divisions in Central. Yeah. Uh, then that followed on a little bit with Seymour VRI. Yep. Um, they've sort of been just in the lower. Yep. Uh, then there was a couple of other teams that you know went right down to Wallen and Broadford and Kilmore. Uh, they were reasonably spread out too geographically. When you look at you know Wallen and, and uh, Kilmore, Kilmore, yeah, yeah. It was against right over to Alexander and yep and uh, Yay and Eildon. So they they've been a bit spread out, but um, they, a couple of those clubs were from down the southern point of uh, uh, of the central. They were becoming more and more keen to want to play in a somewhat a little bit more localised competition. Yeah. They'll still have a lot of travel, but they may not be quite as much. Yep. And it may give them a little bit of a uh, a plus so far as standards are concerned. Yeah. Yet to be seen. Yep. Well, it's, it certainly makes sense, Brian, for those sorts of clubs to stay more localised rather than be included in a competition, say, with the likes of, you know, imagine travelling from Kilmore to Tally or something like that, um, you know, beyond yeah, the Yeah, it's somehow it's going to, be have to, going to have to be worked out. Yeah. The Golden Valley Bowls Division have set up a uh, steering committee to, um, to guide uh, the Golden Valley through and, and try and incorporate the, the three remaining clubs of Central. Uh, they're working through that on the premise that uh, it will definitely go ahead. But yep. I don't think it's been uh, cut, signed, sealed and delivered as yet. Yeah, it's a bit uh, to work through, yeah. A bit, bit of work to be done yet. But their job is to is to try the um, – they're trying to make it work. Mm. And uh, But once again, it'll, it'll mean players from those clubs in Central uh, having to join into some clubs – um, with some clubs in the in the Golden Valley, hopefully geographically, but that uh, looks good on paper. Yeah, but it, um, uh, whether it can be achieved or not, I don't know. A lot of the players that play in those lower divisions are of an older age group. Yeah, yep. or that, or they're very young kids just starting off. Yeah, so and they need uh, transportation's a bit is a big issue. And you even find that just in the GV comp in the lower grades, like, um, you know, things like organising cars and things like that, you need someone who's actually able to get a team, say, from Shepparton to Coleman Abbott or Dookie or yeah. wherever. So something to consider, Brian. And it's interesting enough, you know, there's negative uh, comments and there's positive comments mm. always about. 
But uh, that seems to be the main issue. And, and even from what I've been hearing uh, from the uh, the three clubs in the Central, they have some of their players that have experiencing the same things. They just think that the travel is going to be their biggest bugbear. So yeah. whether that can be worked through in some way, I don't know. So what are the so most of the clubs? Who are the three clubs remaining? Seymour, VRI, and Seymour. Well, Seymour and Seymour no, VRI. Yeah, have, there too. They've had teams in. There. Yes. Yep. So the remaining three clubs that are left at this stage in a little pocket of geographically um, uh, are uh, Eildon, Eildon, Alexandra. Yeah, and yay, uh, yay. yay. Yep. So that's sort of like the old Central Goulburn footy comp where you had at Thornton, Yield and Alexandria Yay playing against the likes of Shep East, Rumbalara, Dookie, yeah, which yeah, is a long way to go for a game of anything, really. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and, and interesting enough, when when Seymour first came to the competition, uh, there was a bit of negativity there by some of the bowlers. Oh, it's a long way to drive to Seymour. Mm. So actually, it's a one-hour drive. Uh, on a four-lane highway, yep. and it's it's pretty straightforward. Yep. Um, but getting across to Eildon... Yeah, you're going through the hills. You've either got to go the long way around, and you're in hills, and mm. you'll be leaving early and getting back later. That's um, right, yeah. And I know some of the um, Golden Valley clubs might only have to go over there once or maybe twice, uh, and the central teams will have... Every, the travel every second week, yeah, yeah, almost, yes, yeah. So they're the things that are still being worked through, and I don't think there's any perfect answer to it. No, no. no we'll just have to let the powers of be uh, work it out, Mori. Yes. But just before we finish on that topic, Kevin Cox. Um, I don't know if you know, he's he he sat down and worked out a plan incorporating the three divisions, and he had he had this. He picked the best sides from each division and and then categorised them like there's a couple of Yamurka sides in the Goulburn Valley and and a couple of the Centrals they they were only in about a division three standard, but he had Yamurka say had Yamurka Golf and and Baruga one you and Cobram and one you in the Goulburn Valley in a in a in division one and then other sides that would have had to go and play. Um, yeah, Rower and uh, and Nagandi, Nagandi, yeah. yeah, Rushworth in a Division Two or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Theoretically, um, sort of geographically, trying to keep the clubs from the southern area um, closer together in a competition, uh, it, it looks good on paper, but it's it's not always that easy. Um, and you you don't the Murray competition at this point in time seem quite uh, content with their. Uh, the number of clubs that they have and they're geographically uh, set up. They've got a bit of travel from as far as, well, New Merca up to uh, Geraldry. So uh, they've got a little bit of travel issues there too. But, um, yeah, it's, it's it's just very difficult. I mean, going back 10 years ago when the Golden Valley Bowls or the region structure was brought in by Bowls Victoria, there was very lengthy discussions there and... Uh, some arguments for and against as to how to break up. Then they wanted to break up the Goulburn Valley uh, from its uh, existing uh, team structure or club structure into make it Goulburn Valley have two divisions, like yeah. not two divisions, two sections, and yeah. the south or east and west, or whatever. Yeah, and have a central and a Murray, and have uh, a region made up of four. Uh, for uh, divisions yeah. or playing areas, 
So, you know, when you get to things like finals or state events, pennant finals and all that sort of thing, uh, you had have a situation where there might have been four clubs paying off. So yeah, now we've only got three divisions paying off. So you've got uh, a bit of an anomaly there in that some people get buys. Yeah, it's yeah. not the ideal world, but but when you uh, when it was talked about breaking up the Golden Valley ten years ago, uh, that became too difficult, and there was far too many people against that. Yeah, like like you said, it's uh, there's no perfect solution, and. You know, there's there's pros and cons in every in every situation, no matter what you say. As long as everyone sort of sits down and discusses all the options and comes up with the best possible, but yeah. you're not going to please everyone at the end. No, of no, it. you won't please everyone. But uh, if we can come up, uh, it's it's you know ten years since this new format came in, and uh, the, the thoughts of even going to Seymour seemed uh, out of the question. That. That period of time, but people don't, you know, if you say, oh, you're playing at Seymour next week, well, that's okay, what time do we leave? And yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but the other ones are just that bit further on. It's another. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we hear a lot about bowlers' exploits, but rarely do we hear about the volunteers who administer the game behind the scenes. They rarely get any praise. And uh, Morrie has performed um, the onerous task of... Uh, uh, president of the Goulburn Valley Bowls Division and of the Central Goulburn Murray Murray. Yes, yes. And you were, you were secretary for quite a few years at East. You were my secretary when I was president. Yeah, 10 years secretary. At, Geez, uh, you're a glutton for punishment, Murray, I tell <laughs> you. You're running, well, you're running as good as your secretary. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, we touched on it last time. We lost a, a great administrator... <laughs> And a great mentor of mine in Noel Dobson, who w- was still at the club when you joined, Murray. Oh, yes, yeah, he was. He was one of the people who got. Uh, got you're a good friend of. Um, you're a good friend of Noel's. Yes, 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 definitely. No, and um, yeah, you're. Oh, well, I, I, you were a very efficient secretary, and uh, as I say, you're only as good as your secretary when you're president of the club. And um, yeah, look, you. And I think you're one of the few people that have achieved the life membership of the Tennis Association, Shepparton Tennis Association, mm, yeah. and now the Goulburn Valley Bowls. I mean, that's and and even an has has a um the Easter tournament. Is it Murray? The trophy's named that, or the yeah, yeah, yeah it's named up Murray Rollins Cup is, uh, and yeah. Citizen of the Year. Uh, yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Senior Citizen of the Year. Senior, yeah. sorry, senior <laughs> Citizen of the Year. Yeah. Um. This has been a tough year, Murray, with COVID nineteen, which has also added extra work to properly uh, to your job in bowls. What's your exact position now on the board? Well, I'm I'm uh, just a, a um, I was what they called a, a bowls Victoria regional representative, right. in which uh, you the idea of that was you were to do some of the work that the secretary might normally or the president might normally do in visiting clubs and uh, yep. handing out the odd award and things like that. But as the move towards um, regionalisation is gaining, gaining, the Beaver Award, as we uh, called it, it's sort of paled out now. So really in this last year, uh, I've been... Uh, um, haven't been closely involved with the Golden Valley Bowls division but I'm still on the board of the uh, Central Goulburn Murray. Very good. 
As I say, you've rarely been. I don't think you've had. Have you had a year off from where you haven't been on administration since you the joined the East Shep Bowls Club? Uh, no, I, I suppose the first couple of years at East Shep, that's came back a while. That was when we were uh, located in Benalla Road. That's right. Uh, when we came across to uh, the East Shep Club, came across to Zirkus Lane, uh, that was when I became more involved from a, uh, an admin point of view. And I've always had a bit of interest in, in admin, uh, in sporting clubs, as was with tennis before that. So it, um, and I work on the theory that if you, um, you've got the time and you're enjoying, you enjoy doing what you're doing, keep doing it. Once the enjoyment goes out of it, that's time to perhaps consider other options. Yes, but uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of bowls and clubs, Murray. The th- thing that disappoints uh, administrators, and that is, you may have the best bowler in your club, and he's never been he's never been involved on any committees or any uh, doesn't go on selection uh, social committees. The same doesn't doesn't yeah. turn up for trophy nights. You probably know the guy I'm talking about, but there's one of those probably at every club. Sorry, Ash. Yeah, and. And then they got the hide to come up and say to you, oh, you're the president, you should be able to fix that up and all this and um, and it would be somebody else's uh, character at question over over a selector, or a chairman of selectors. The president's supposed to step in and fix that. I've never been a great believer. I've never ever interfered with selection when I was president. And after being... I was prompted many times to sit in, even though I wouldn't have had a vote and... And I was told, uh, informed once to get rid of the chairman of selectors, and I said, "Well, the board members were the ones, the pl- the uh, players, the members elected him as the chairman. Yeah, the so why season. shouldn't he have the right to serve out his uh, time?" Mm-hmm. I yeah. think I, th- I think sorry, Marie, yeah. to cut in. I think what you find with sporting clubs, or um, sometimes, or not always, but sometimes, uh, the the same amount of work is generally left to the same few, and there's people that obviously can be willing to criticise but not put their hand up to do these sorts of admin jobs. And they are thankless jobs, and I guess Murray would would be able to speak to that better than probably both of us. But, um, you know, someone needs to fill these roles for clubs to survive and to, to function year on year. Um, and it find, takes a special person like Murray and like Joy O'Donnell to, to, t- to be willing to take on these roles year on year and give back to the, the club and, and not ask for much in return, really. Yeah, it's, yeah I see what you're saying, Ash, and, and you're right. Uh, unfortunately, it's not only bowls, it's in yeah. sporting groups and organisations where yep. uh, the work is left to uh, usually to too few people and uh, uh, it creates some issues. Uh, you, you can always... Um, make it a little bit harder for yourself by not by doing too much work and not delegating. Yes. To. Yep. Uh, sometimes you uh, you think oh, I'll just we'll see this little task through myself rather than delegating. But but generally it, it's an issue with a, with a lot of organisations. People love the sport, love to be partaking of it, love to turn up, love to play, love to have the great facilities, and. Um, when the crunch comes to shove, you've, you've got to do a lot of asking. Mm. Although saying that, you, if if you do ask around, uh, invariably you'll get you'll get more support that way. But volunteering Mm-mm. to put the hand up is not so easy. Yeah, you you might have to ask ten people to get you know to get one yep. yes sort of mm. thing. Yeah, 
Morrie, you'd be um, impressed with the new facility out of these, Shep. Now we've got two state-of-the-art undercover greens in in the Golden Valley Bowls division, and uh, it's 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 uh, you must be very proud of being involved in that. But you're at East Shep particularly. Yeah, it's a great facility. We've um, all the club members at East Shep are very uh, very happy and pleased with the results of the work of uh, the building committee that were involved at the time of doing it. Um, we're a bit fortunate in uh, in the in the foresight of. Uh, some of the forefathers, and um, you mentioned Noel Dobson there previously. Uh, Noel was one of uh, a member of our club when we were in uh, the East Shepparton Club when we were located in Manila Road, and uh, it came to be that we thought, uh, or the club thought, they may have to relocate because of the possibility of uh, the alternate bypass route going mm, yep. close. Well, that still hasn't happened. No, that's twenty no. years ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, um, but some other developments have happened in that, yes, in that area. Yes. Yeah. So, when it was first mooted, um, people said, "Oh, it won't have much retail value or, or value to anybody um, from an expansion point of view because it, it was originally an old tip, tip site." Yeah, that's right. And uh, but when uh, they decided to have a look around and make ask a few questions, that sort of thing. They soon found out um, that the location is the most important aspect of it. Shepparton was growing in an easterly direction at that point in time. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so Noel was able to, with other some other members of the East Shep Club at the time, uh, negotiate uh, a sale of um, the old site and uh, organise for the purchase of where we are in uh, Zerkus Lane. yeah. And the beauty of that now, um, as, as a lot of people are now seeing, is that it was a, a quite a big acreage that was purchased in Zerkus Lane. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, with that in mind, we, we just were able to hang on to it or sit on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually we've, it was subdivided into three areas. One area was sold off to recently to uh, Harmony Village across yeah, the road. Yeah, yep. They needed to expand with some well, more ready accommodation. To, yeah, ready to expand. And then there's a, another block on the uh, south end of the complex. So with the sale of that land, um, that gave us quite a, a, um, a you know a good kick-off to make some expansion plans. Yep. Then uh, when it was talked about having an undercover facility, uh, some of the people uh, from within the club then went to... Um, Looking into getting a government grant, yep, and we were very successful through uh, uh, all that hard work and negotiating yep. to uh, to get a government grant of five hundred thousand dollars. Well, that just gave us the opportunity to uh, to build it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it was built to the best of um, best that we could do at the time. Um, the The trend has been with new developments is to have the the new dome type. Yeah, yep, roof structures similar to. Similar to um, Moama and every other place that's going around, but interestingly enough, uh, when Shep Park built theirs, you know, ten is it ten, twelve years ago? Yeah, yep. Um, you know, they went for the steel structure, and it's never going to wear out. No, no. You don't have to replace anything. And uh, the guys are on the building committee at East Shep. They were keen to go down that path too. Yeah. And uh, apparently, uh, from lots of comments we've heard from people that worked on the site. Uh, Shep Park and East Shep are the only two clubs with an undercover facility 
that don't have pokey backing. Yes, yep. So um, uh, it's it's um, shows some good management from both clubs, and it shows the power of you know club volunteers and people who are prepared to do the hard yeah, work to build build yeah, something a, that everyone can be proud of in yeah, the region. That's a very, that's an important um, point. That I've never considered it that way. Yeah. I know the Deer Park and Dandenong Club and all them. Moama, obviously. Moama, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, but poker machines. Yeah, I think I think Moama get a million dollars or three million dollars a year. They've got to spend on promotions and all that, and 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 donations. To, that's in their uh, constitution. Yeah, apparently. but it could well be. I'm yeah, I'm not privy to all that, but but that's all generated from the poker machines. Yes, mm, yes absolutely. Yeah, not from bowls in general. <laughs> All right. Um, we better. We I think we we'll, better have a break. We'll, Tyler. Yeah, we'll have a break. To we'll have a uh, word we'll, from one of our valuable, from our valuable sponsor. After the Jack is brought to you by the Shepherd and Bowl Shop. For all your lawn bowling needs, visit Lee and Chantel Wakenshaw at one hundred and one Friar Street, Shepparton, or phone five eight two one one double five six. What are we up to now, Brian? I think we're looking at midweek. Pennant for next week, or do you want to go with Saturday pennant first? I'll, I'll do the uh, Saturday preview. Preview, Rightio. Which I'm G- giving to you, which is good Good work. <laughs> Rightio. Saturday preview. Start off with uh, Division 6. Yep. You got it there? Top three side. Oh, that's the other thing. Midweek review. Yeah, I have got it somewhere. Going well there, Brian. <laughs> Oh, I had all this sorted out. You might have to edit this bit, Ash. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, um, we'll be five. fine. Uh, division 3, 4, 2, 1. See somewhere. Here we are. There we go. Division 6. It's all part of the authenticity, Brian. Yes. <laughs> That's very much. <laughs> Shep Park, one point out of the four play, bottom placed. Marupna Golf and should win by, I predict the um, margin, 18 shots. Avonal fourth play, Nagambi third in the match of the round. Nagambi by eight shots. Rushy seventh play, topside Seymour VRI with VRI to win by 20 shots. Tat Hilltop have the, Tat Hilltopper in second spot have the bye. Division five, Colbo fifth play, Tat Hilltop red. And Colbo need to win to stay in contention. However, it's Tad Hilltop red by 12 shots. Shiroa seven first, Dukey last. And it's Shiroa by 30 shots. Tad Hilltop blue sixth. First, Stanhope fourth. Stanhope by 16 shots. Kai eight play Telly second. And it's Telly by 40 shots in a big win. Marupna golf top have the bye. So the Wake and Shores will be able to... Venture away for the weekend. Yes. Uh, Division four, Park eight, first Tat, Hilltop fifth. um, Parkers have to win to stay in the race, but it's Hilltop by 26 shots. East Pink eight, first Merch last, and at home, East Pink by 24 shots. Merrigan seventh, play Stanhope fourth, Stanhope by 20 shots. Yeroa third, play Avenal second, matching around. Yeroa by 12 shots. East Lime ninth for Shepherd and Golf eleventh, East by ten shots, and Kai first versus Seymour sixth. I'm going for Kai Abram at home by thirty shots. Division three, Dukey eight first, Tally fifth. It's Tally by twenty two shots. Tad Hilltop fourth for Shep Golf third, 
Match um, of the round. Yeah, I'm going for um, Shep Golf to win that one. Marupnish, uh match it around that one. Yep. Uh, Shep Golf by twenty. Sh- no, it's Shep Golf by twenty shots. I yep. might have said Marupna Golf. I meant Shep Golf. Yep. Marupna Golf first play. Marupna sixth. Marupna Golf by thirty six shots. Seymour second on their Magic Carpet versus Park seventh. They only beat us by two shots at on our green last time. Uh, but I think Seymour by thirty shots down there. Looking forward to playing on the carpet if we get a game. Division two, Tad Hilltop second versus Shep Golf first. Golf unbeaten, just keep rolling on. And Tad Hilltop are coming off a shock loss to Shep Park on the carpet. Golf by 18 shots. Marupna four first, Park sixth. Marupna lost to Rushy away last round. While Park were too good for Tatura Hilltop on their carpet at home. On the grass, Marupna have the edge and will just win by eight shots. Kai third play Rushy seventh at home and will consolidate third with a win by 22 shots. East fifth are right in the finals race now and should record an 18-love result by 25 shots at home. That's and against uh, Nagambi, isn't it? Um, Nagambi, isn't it? Yeah, it's Nagambi, yep. Yep. There are yet to um, trouble the scorers for a win. Division one, we all um, preview this now. Yeah, Rail eighth. Versus Shep Park third. Yeroa blown away by Tad Hilltop. And Park lost their first game at home to Tally. Park will miss Dave Hardy. He pulled out last week after the roll-up mm. with a crook knee. Yep. But I believe they'll prove too strong in ability for Yeroa. However, Yeroa will probably win a game and this could be the one. Could be an upset. And Ken Sutcliffe's rink could be the one to do it as he's starting to fire. But I'm going for Park by 22 shots, 16-2. Yeah, it remains to be seen whether Dave comes back in. He had a bit of soreness in his knee um, and, you know, yeah, he was thinking about ruling himself out earlier in the morning, but he turned up and did the roll-up um, and didn't think he'd be able to, you know, manage to walk up and down the green all day. So we were lucky enough we had a substitute in Andrew Morris who could come in and take his spot. Um you know, whether, whether he rushes back for this game against Euroa. Phil McCann's another one that's missed the last two games also with a knee ailment. So uh, it'll be interesting to see whether he's named this week, uh, whether that's in Division 1 or Division 2. Uh, Rob Thorne um, had, a, had a really good game, his first game against Kyabram. Um Probably just average on the weekend against Tat Hilltop, but certainly worth persevering with, I think, in Paul Nichols's rink. So it might be a hard one to try and squeeze Phil McCann in there, particularly if they stick with, with Andrew Morris, who's available for the rest of the season now. So um, we're, we're really hoping the, the forecast cools down before Saturday because, you know, we want to really consolidate our spot in, in the top four and we probably don't really want a, a heat out nine points when we'd be looking at getting 16 to 18, um, you know, if we were playing Shep Golf or, or um, Tad Hilltop, it might be a different story. But um, certainly we're hoping we get a game this week and can get the job done over there. Well, the forecast is 40. Is that right, Tyler? Yeah. Uh, yes, it has risen uh, since... Was 39? Yeah. I, last time I looked, it was 38 earlier in the week. So, unfortunately, it's on the up. And with oh, a really yeah. hot day, 
forecast for Sunday as well. 45. Yeah, I don't think it's going down any time soon. Just look at this four-day stretch here over the long weekend. Friday, 39. Saturday, 40. Sunday, 44. Monday, 43. So yeah, wow. that tells you there's a fair band of hot weather coming. And I don't think uh, it'll be going down. It'll probably be going the other way. So it could be unfortunate yeah. for, for sport on the weekend. Yeah, and it's a shame because uh, on the 24th, on the Sunday, there's three tournaments, Seymour, Nagambi and Marupna. Australia have their Day, annual yeah. Australia Day tournaments. Yep, plus the GV4s as well. GV4s, yeah. the second day of the fours. So, yeah, it's a... It's going to be a. Um, they'll have to reschedule that, Murray, by the look of it. Yeah, there'll be. Uh, there's another event which is midway now, too. That's the uh, CGM uh, Novice Men's and Ladies Singles. Yes. Up to the yep. semi final and final stage next Sunday. So we might have to cool off for the weekend, Brian. Next. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. I think it's. Uh, if it does cool down, I think it is a bit of a banana peel for Park. Um, uh, you know, obviously pretty, being pretty hot, the, the Greens will probably be running. Pretty slick, yeah. Um, so that won't be an issue. But I, I just think, uh, like you said, Brian, your rail will get one, and it could be this one. But um, they might have to wait a week to uh, have a crack. Your tip, Mori? Uh, I would say Shep Park or in this particular game. Yes, East Shep fifth host to Tura Hilltop. This will be the match of the round, no doubt, and it's a crucial match for both sides. East were good against golf last round, um, 13 shots, and it was all, and, and Jeff Beatty's obviously in red-hot form. Johnny Gribble hadn't lost a match, and at home on their indoor carpet, I believe they'll prevail in a very close game against the talented Hilltop, who are yet to find their best combinations by six shots, 14 points to four. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you here, Brian. Obviously, we played them on our carpet the last round before Christmas, Tad Hilltop, and um, we're lucky enough to get over the line there. So playing on East Carpet again, I think, might be a really big advantage for East Shepherd. And um, and as you said, Jeff Beattie's in red-hot form and was part of the, the East Shepherd team, which we haven't touched on yet. That, yeah, um, not just Beattie in good form. Yeah, Daniel Nichols, Stacey Collier, and Brent Reiner went down in the BPL. Oh, you've got it written down to talk about later on, but... Um, yeah, so they're, they're obviously in some really good touch. And I think, um, yeah, they're just starting to warm into the season not nicely in this back half, whereas, as you mentioned, Tad Hilltop, um, their combinations have been slightly different sort of most weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think I think um, they can win this one 14-4 as well. Really tight game, maybe less than a dozen shots. Yeah, I think East uh, might get over the line, but I definitely think it'll be 14-4, uh, whoever wins it. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah, look, they're quietly confident out there at least. They know that virtually they've got to win the majority of games to get mm. back into that uh, final four with a chance to play final. So it's a must win for them. Well, I think they're, they're in a better position than Stanhope were last year when they, when made, they their made their own. big yeah. rush and had to get 18 in the last round. I don't think it'll, it could come down to that, but I think uh, East are a little bit better form than what Stanhope were in the same similar. Well, they were in a worse position. Stanhope seventh will be full of confidence after their big win over Kai and will extend golf, top team golf. But the cream, led by the State Fours Championship skip, Brad Orr and Dave Dawes, who wasn't in the four actually, but in red-hot form undefeated, uh, will take this game by 24 shots, 16-2 at Stanhope. 
Yeah, so obviously Stanhope kept their hopes alive last week with a big result against Kybram, but um, I think Shep Golf will be far too good for them this weekend uh, if we do happen to play. And see, they're probably in the scenario they're hoping it gets heated off because at least they get nine points, whereas if it's 16-2 or 18-zip, they don't get anything really. So, um, you know, if, if it does go ahead and, and Golf gives them a hiding, that probably rules them out, I think. Um, so... Yes. It's probably in their interest to get heated out, but I think if they do play, golf will be too strong. Yes, golf for me. Uh, I think um, they're just really rolling along nicely at the moment, and uh, they're going to take plenty of stopping again this year. Yeah, right. they, yeah they'd be short placed, uh, short uh, priced favourites for not only this week but also the finals. But Stanhope are a much better side than at home than away. They they play their greens very very well. They do. They do. Yep. Tally second were led to an impressive win by gun recruit Mitch Sidebottom and are building towards finals. Mitch undoubtedly took in um, the value of all his practice down at Shepparton Park Mm -hmm. um, this year and previous years, even though the green is different. But I know he loves the carpet. Well, he had a practice with someone on this panel during the week as well. So um, he certainly picked it pretty well on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that'd be you, obviously. I've I've had plenty of practices, Mitch, down there on the old green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had we had a roll. We had a roll on the Wednesday, and um, yeah, we we weren't on the same rink that he played on on the Saturday, but he certainly was on the show rink and certainly put on a show for sure. Well, it didn't help Daryl, Dar- um, Darren Carpenter too much because they got no. rolled pretty comfortably. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, certainly did. Uh, towards uh, so they're building towards the finals tally. Yep. While Kai looked gone, and I, I'm, I'm predicting yep. they are their history. They've lost four in a row, and they're stuck in a trough. Tally sixteen two by forty shots. Sorry to Dane Gate is going to be on the show next week, but you can only um, give your view as you see it. Yeah, I mean, obviously they um, they swung a couple of changes last week. Des Campbell came in for his first game, went into Glen Fields's rink, and um, they had a big. Big loss. They couldn't get the job done, um, and you know Dane Dane's come in as coach, and um, you know he's in, in, introduced a lot of enthusiasm and things like that. But he's been skipping, and I think he's only won, still only won a couple of games for the year. So um, you know, obviously, he, when when you're the coach, you want to try and lead from the front, and you, you hope to be winning your rink most weeks and setting the example for the others to follow. But four losses in a row. I think it'll be five after this weekend. Um, and that'll probably rule them out of the hunt, I think. Uh, tally too strong at home. They're really uh, keen to make their their home grass rink a fortress, and they'll be keen to bounce back, obviously, after the, the, the they had a big loss against Shep Golf just before Christmas at home. So I think they'll bounce back in style. Yeah, Tally are starting to uh, motor now and probably provide us with, with what we expected Um Throughout last season when they were dominating in Division 2 and we were sort of speculating what they might be able to do in Division 1 and it looks like they're starting to, to get towards that. So I think they'll get the job done. Uh, I don't I don't agree that Kai are dead and buried just yet, but um, I, I do think uh, it is almost time to hit the panic button, especially if it's a, a big loss this week. Yeah. Murray? Yeah, uh, Tally, particularly as it's uh, played out there on their home, uh, home rinks, so I think they'll... Uh They'll win it. Probably it might only be a fourteen four, but it'll be a, a good shots win. 
Yeah, so I think we're generally in a lot of agreements this week, but um, yeah, not yeah. usual. Uh, on well, the show, and, which and, means we'll probably all be wrong. Yeah, well, I think we will we'll be all wrong if it gets heated out. I guess, but yeah. um, hopefully we can get on and have a game of bowls. We'll quickly preview midweek pennant round eleven before we wrap up uh, the show for this week. Well, this is on the twenty sixth, so they won't be playing either. Are they? Is, yeah. it, is there no bowls on Australia Day? No, yes, there is. Yeah. yeah, I said they'll be yeah. playing on the twenty sixth. What's the forecast then? The 26th is uh, 30, so they'll be right. Oh, they'll be laughing, so that's the end of the heat wave. All right. um, Someone has had a bit of luck. Yeah, Division uh, 5. We've got Kai 7th playing Rushy 8th. Brian's going for Kai. Marupna Golf 9th versus Colbanabin, and you're going for Colbo. Uh, match of the round, Marupna, uh, Yeroa 3rd, sorry, playing Dookie top, and you're going for Dookie. Avenal second will be too good for Katandra West six with Seymour having the bye. Division four, Shepparton Park Plum at seventh are playing East Shepparton Blue and you're going for Park Plum. Tat Hill top fifth against Park Rose third. You're going for the Park Rose. Merch fourth versus Merrigan second. Looks the match of the round on paper and you're going for Merrigan. Nagambi top will be far too good for East Shepparton Green sixth. Division 3, Yeroa 6, Marupna Golf 2nd. You're going for Marupna Golf. East Shepparton 7th versus Kybram 4th. You're going for Kai. Shep Park 1st to continue their outstanding season against Stanhope 3rd, which looks the match of the round. And Shep Golf bottom against Marupna 5th. Marupna to uh, keep their finals hopes alive. Division 2, Avenal 6th to defeat Seymour 8th. Tatura Hilltop Blue 7th to be defeated against Shep Golf 3rd. Yeroa 5th to lose to East Shepparton 1st. Continue their great season. Kai Hilltop, uh, Kai Abram 4th uh, to lose to Tat Hilltop Red 2nd in what looks at the match of the round there. And finally, Division 1, Park Gold, who are now 6th. Uh, to lose to Tat Hill Top 5th. Tat Hill Top looking to jump into the 4. Marupna Golf 7th uh, are playing Kyabram 3rd um, and Kyabram to win there. Rushy on the bottom playing Park Tan. Uh, Park Tan there to consolidate their finals position. Always a banana peel game though at Rushworth. Seymour Top uh, in the match of the round against Shepherd and Golf second, and Brian is going for Seymour on their carpet. So that's a quick preview of midweek pennant uh, Australia Day round eleven, and just to quickly wrap up um, state champions week from Warrnambool last week. So we came first, or we Central Goulburn Murray region. Uh, we won the men's fours, obviously with Brad Orr, um, the two daggers, and Colin Power. Uh, we won the under-18 ladies single or uh, girls singles with Olivia Cartwright. Runner-up in the men's triples with uh, Brad Orr, David Dawes and John Hallam, lose, losing to Nathan Wilson's team from Altona. <laughs> and a runner-up in the uh, under-18 girls pairs with Olivia Cartwright and her partner. So as we mentioned, and Maury would probably attest to this, uh, Central Goulburn Murray's always punched above its weight when it comes to these state championships, Murray. At state championship week, they've always done pretty well. Yeah. And, uh, uh, can't always say that for uh, region sides events, but uh, yeah. at state week, they, um, they do extremely well. And 
And once again, that's been proven. Yeah, so congratulations to not only those who finished first or runner-up, but all those um, bowlers from the Central Goulburn Murray region that represented their club and the region proud um, over at Warrnambool throughout the course of last week, whether it was um, in singles, pairs, triples, fours, mixed pairs, and the junior events as well. It's always great experience um, to, to be involved in state championships week. Um, and lastly, we mentioned, we touched on it, the BPL Cup. East Shepparton side of uh, Brent Reiner, Daniel Nichols, Stacey Collier and Jeff Beattie went down to the Dandenong Club on Sunday and managed to get through the state section. And so they're now off to the national level of the BPL. Which will be up at... Uh Twin Rivers, I think it is, isn't it? Or no, Twi- Moama this year. Oh, so they've moved it from Queensland to Moama. Pretty sure it's at Moama in oh. um, Feb. Okay, I think uh, I think Daniel was hoping for a plane trip up north, but uh, <laughs> instead he's going to have to drive an hour to play it. Well, well that's t- the mail I have. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's at Moama, but yeah. Uh, outstanding achievement, considering, you know, the weekend before um, he was game down against Shepparton Park and drew the absolute shot three down on the last end to win that, to win through in that particular level and they've backed it up the week after down at Danny Nong. So congratulations to that A Shepparton team, uh, wherever the national uh, event is in the BPL, but I'm sure you'll do the club and obviously our region again proud. When's that on, please, Tyler, the, at Moama? It's uh, in February, Brian. So that, that, that preludes the, um, the actual Premier League, doesn't it? It's played first. Uh, it's usually played concurrently with the early rounds, okay. um, and then the um, the final is usually sort of hosted on the on the marquee TV rink, um, sort yep. of somewhere along the line yes. of of the Bowls Premier League tournament. So they'll be taking on all the other state event winners, so from WA, Queensland, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is a pretty great achievement. Yeah, great achievement. And, yeah. yeah. Well, it's great, did it? That we'll be able to go up and um, support have a the local it, yeah. team for a ch- last year. We we were blessed to have the Premier League, Australia play the rest of the world, and the Ultimate Bowls all at Moama within three weeks. Murray and yeah. I don't know if you got up there, but it was just it was unbelievable standard of bowls. And, oh, yeah, that's a great. It's the best three days of uh, the best three a week, couple of weeks of bowls. I've ever seen anyway. Yep. I've thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. So BPL 12, which is the upcoming edition, is Feb 23 to 26 at Moama. Okay. Um, so obviously uh, the, the Murray Steamers are, are based out of Moama Mama. and have yep. uh, been doing quite well recently. Um, but yes, obviously we'll, we'll have a, a local team to, to cheer on as well. Fantastic. Well, uh, that might wrap up. Uh, yeah, can the- you just... Who did the day defeat in the final? Because I couldn't find... All up there was the previous week's uh, results at Danny Long Club. Well, that's uh, a question without notice that I'll have to turn down, Brian, because uh, I you couldn't find know. it either. No, <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. I, a computer man like you, you're always on top of everything. That's <laughs> all right. I'll be uh, ringing Daniel tomorrow and uh, chatting to him about it. But, um, yes, I, I couldn't find it either. And uh, so just before we wrap up for this week's podcast, a massive thank you to Murray for coming into the, the studio today and congratulations again on your life membership and to Joy O'Donnell as well. And, you know, we really appreciate um, you know all the administrative work you've done at club level um, 
association level and regional level, and uh, it's great to see all that all that hard work being acknowledged with with the life membership of the Golden Valley Bowls Division. Yeah, Thanks. I'd like to reiterate that. Sorry, Murray, before you reply, and uh, you look back on we've I, I started off the uh, Hall of Fame, and it's not just for bowlers. Uh, admin, admin, we got. Uh, Mr. Uh, the Secretary for 30 years, Alan Matheson, Secretary yes. Treasurer for 30 years, um, inducted and he fully deserved it. You don't have to be the best bowler in the comp or anything. No, I you think can still more make administrators a should be recognised for the work and they do behind the scenes and keeping the Goulburn Valley um, up there as one of the most prominent uh, divisions in, in Victoria. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a strong division, strong region. So, uh, no, I, as I said before, I'm very honoured to be uh, to be awarded that, and thank you for recognising it to uh, on the show and uh, uh, promoting bowls further and further. Thanks very much, Maury. Thank you all for joining us once again on After the Jack, and uh, we'll be in your ears uh, next week. <laughs> After the Jack is brought to you by the Shepherd and Bowl Shop. For all your lawn bowling needs, visit Lee and Chantel Wakenshaw at 101 Friar Street, Shepparton, or phone 5821-1556. That was After the Jack, a McPherson Media Group production.